Welcome back to episode two. I'm Meg. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Fran. And today we are talking because the three of us, we just finished um, senior year of college. Congratulations to the class of 2020, everybody out there. Um, So we thought this week we would share some of like our favorite college memories, college classes that we liked, um, some fun little stories. Yeah. And talk about what it's like graduating via zoom university <laughs> graduating no ceremony so fran do you have a funny story um in relation to college and like being finished college i definitely talked to you two about this like what happens after like now that we're done like do we just stop logging on to moodle moodle like yeah close like the laptop and that's it <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, shouldn't I be doing something? But it's just like, I wish there was like confetti that like popped on the I know. Screen. Like when you send those texts, like yes. when you, like, congratulations, it's, it automatically sends the, the confetti. Funnels and there goes the confetti cannons. That's what I'm saying. Like nothing. Yeah, no, it is crazy. Especially because we were just talking before we even started recording about how like job security and like for a job, everyone who's working currently, but then as for us, who's going into the, you know, the workforce right now, like we can't, it's hard for us to find <laughs> jobs. I mean, for me and Kaylee, education majors, we haven't been able to take our certification test yet because testing centers keep closing down. So like schools are going to want to hire uncertified teachers. So it's like, okay, well, like, what do we do? You know what I mean? So it is crazy, stressful, weird time. Exactly. And like now is the time when like you're celebrating like, a huge accomplishment like being finished school but then you're also celebrating like a job lined up but like yeah, that's not it. really possible yeah. people keep asking me so what's your next step and i'm like um survive the pandemic that's yeah. my next step <laughs> that is all i have on my mind right now just to get out of this pandemic and out of the house yeah right um i do want to say it's funny so i don't know if people obviously some people who are listening don't know us so like mm-hmm. Meg and I knew each other before college. We were best friends since, I say sixth grade, Megan says seventh grade. I didn't like her in sixth grade. She was just there. (laughs) But we met Fran in college. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. the first time I met Fran, she had a dislocated shoulder and I helped her with her groceries outside of (laughs) the car. (laughs) Friendly friendly person. What was the first time you met Fran? I don't really know. I think it was, like, when I came into your room, like, freshman year. Because I think you were, like, right around the corner from me. Yes, you were. You were in that corner. Yeah. yeah so, I think I just, like, walked down one night. And I was – because I knew Kaylee. So, then, automatically, I think I, like, met me. Meg. Uh, I don't remember. Just, like, Kaylee and Meg. <laughs> is that so weird? That is weird. Yeah. Freshman year was, I feel like, a lifetime ago. It was. Like, we all had a different friend group. Oh, my God. We all had a different friend group. We all had different, li- like, lives. I don't think, yeah, my life doesn't really look like that, thank God, anymore. Yeah, thank God. Dude, what a trip. Well, I remember the one time, shout out to Kelly, if Kelly's listening. This is a funny story. This is one of my favorite college yeah. memories. Kaylee and I, were we lived in the dorms, and we were, um, we were each taking a shower 
and um, <laughs> one of our friends <laughs> on our floor, she had a speaker. And so they put it in the bathroom. Like she like snuck in, put the speaker in the bathroom. We didn't hear it. And they started playing a fire alarm noise. So Kaylee and I were in the shower and we were freaking <laughs> out. And we were like, Meg, we have to hurry. She was, like, start, she was like, we need to get dressed. And I was like, there's no time to get dressed. I was ready to run out of the building and adjust my towel. And then we would like open up the shower curtain and there was Kelly. And she, oh God. That was probably, that is probably one of my so funniest, funny. like, oh. like, how embarrassing is that? <laughs> oh my God. Like, Imagine if you had, like, made it outside, too. <laughs> it's funny because I – so I ran cross-country freshman year. So I had to move in early for, like, preseason. So mm-hmm. I, Kaylee hadn't moved in yet. It was just me and, like, you know, other uh, fall sports people who had moved in. And the fire alarm really did go off when I was in the shower. And I was, like, panicking because I was, like, oh, my God. Like, literally, what do I do? Do I go out <laughs> my towel? Do I get dressed? Like, I was, like, I don't know. But I was kind of, like, okay, I'm not going to go out my towel. I'm not going to be that freshman. But – I don't know why when Kelly did it and Kaylee was there, I think I just felt more comfortable. I wasn't like thinking as much. So I was like, okay, Kaylee will be there with me. So I was like, we have to run out in our towel. There is no time. Yeah. No, but definitely like, I think this is where like my personality shows. Like I low-key always wanted the fire alarm to go off while I was in the shower so I could go outside in a towel. <laughs> Dude, that is so that you. Is so, <laughs> so it could be like, ooh. Yeah. I was oh that is definitely you. That's funny. No, do you remember the one time the fire alarm went off and I had, I don't want to say his name, but like I had a boy over yeah. and he wasn't supposed to like, because like we had like, you know, guys weren't supposed to be allowed in the dorm or the girls area of the dorm after certain hours, whatever. So like it went off really early in the morning and we were like, shit, like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, crap, like, should he come out with us? Like, what if this is a real fire? It was, it was funny. That was funny. I was like, you have to stay here. You have to burn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever get locked outside of your room? Um, I don't think so. No, yes, that's a lie. That's a lie because I'm pretty sure security had a, like, I always forgot my key. Yeah. So, because we had those stupid lanyards that they gave us yeah. freshman year. And I had my ID and my key on one, but then I had my car key separate. So then I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, oh, fuck. I grabbed one key, but I didn't grab the other. And I'm pretty sure, like, security got mad at me to the point. Like, that's how many times I've had them unlock my door. We got locked out in our towels one time. Mm-hmm. Like, we went, we came back from the showers and we were like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? But some, I think I think somebody went down to security for us. So we didn't have yeah. to go down in our towels. Oh, Meg, you have a good security story. I was to share. just gonna say that this is so embarrassing. So freshman year, I had I was like really sick. I had like a super high fever. I my like my throat hurt. My face was like swollen around my jaw. And I started like looking things up, and it said that it could be from like an infection, like an infection of your wisdom teeth. And like my teeth were starting to come in. I could feel them. So I called my mom. It was like I waited for my mom to wake up. I knew she woke up at like five every morning. So I called her at five and I was like, I think my wisdom teeth are infected. Like, can you call like the doctor? So she was like, okay, I'll call the doctor. Like, you know, she wanted me to go to like the nurse on campus when that opened up at eight and I had a class at nine 30. So let's just keep that. So she was like, okay, like just go to the, to the brooder center when, when it opens. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to bed. So I did. I went back to bed because it was five in the morning and I woke up 
to the sound of someone pounding on my door. And I was like, what the heck is happening? So I go, I open up its security. And the guy was like, uh, is this Megan? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, your mom, uh, your mom's trying to call you. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, um, okay. He was like, she said that your tongue was swollen and she was worried that you would like choked or something. And she wanted me to come check on you to make sure you were alive. I was like, thank you, sir. I like closed the door and I called my mom. I was like, I, I'm so bad i was like why how did you even call security why are you calling security that's so embarrassing mom she was like you said your tongue was swollen i was like i said my jaw was swollen i was like and you told me to go back to bed like she was it was, it was so embarrassing and kaylee it was so funny kaylee slept through the whole thing we were roommates she never heard the guy knock on the door she never heard me and my mom screaming at each other on the phone kaylee you were like a grizzly bear though like you do not wake up for anything like once you're out you're out that's it game over Sometimes I, like, it. sometimes that scares me, though, because, like, we'll make fun of my dad because we always mess around and we'll say, like, someone could break in the house and my dad will have no idea, but that's me. Mm-hmm. Like, so I feel like someone could literally pick up my bed and move me to a lake. <laughs> oh, like in the parent trap. <laughs> yeah, the parent trap. And I would have no idea. No idea. It's such a shame. I have a funny story. Um. So, well, this isn't, like, a funny story, but, no, I guess it is. It's just a funny thing that I did. Um, I used to dress up every Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> for the hot boys in the For class. the hot boys in my anatomy class. Were you in anatomy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Fran, we no. had anatomy lab together. Yeah, I don't think I was in your anatomy lecture. Yeah, well, my lecture had, um, you know, Josh in it. Um, and then AJ, I hope AJ. He's listening. Um, and I would dress up for them. I thought they were so cute. So I would dress up. I remember one time I, I would wear booties, which was so booties. embarrassing because you could hear me coming. <laughs> and like I would do my anatomy test and like wait for Josh and AJ to like be done. And it's just so funny because, you know, like we were like ended up being best friends with AJ and Josh too. I was just about to say that. Like, little did you know that you were going to become best friends with... Oh, my God. No, but I, I, I don't think it was, like, a thing to, like, impress guys. But I definitely was that girl that dressed up. Like, I always had, like, the boots and everything yeah, like that. Like, I wore dresses last. Oh, I have a funny... <laughs> I have a funny one. <laughs> so, AJ... I, God, I hope he listens to this. He had, he knows the story though. He liked the Mets for baseball, right? And Mm -hmm. I was a Mets fan. Like that's who my family likes and that's who my dad likes. So one day we were in North Jersey visiting my family and we were at Target and there was a Mets shirt there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was like, I have to buy this and wear it to anatomy. (laughs) So as a conversation starter. Oh wait, it gets better. <laughs> so I wear this shirt to anatomy, right? And I'm like, oh my god, like he definitely, he definitely sees this. Like, I was like, you know, he's looking at me. He's like, wow, she likes the Mets. Like, we're gonna date. Let alone Megan I's best friend Amanda ended up dating him. But, um, so saw him in the calf. Saw him in the calf. Yeah, and the Mets won a game the night before 
Fran, I kid you not. I was, was he like, did you see that game? <laughs> no, I think she just saw the score that they won. She didn't watch baseball. <laughs> no. So I ran up to him in the middle of the calf, straight dead in the eyes, and I said, the Mets won last night! And, and then walked away. <laughs> walked away. <laughs> Me and Amanda, because we were like, Kaylee, like, go talk to him. And she was like, okay. So she goes up with, the Mets won last night! And walks away. And me and Amanda were like, what was that? We were cracking up. What about, like, favorite classes? They have- so, my sophomore year, I it was fall semester, I took um, philosophy, like, intro to philosophy, and I really didn't know, like, what I was getting myself into. And I was, like, kind of weary because it was taught by a nun, so I was like, oh my god, this teacher's gonna be a hard-ass, like, like, old times. Like, I wasn't thinking I would get hit by a ruler, but I was definitely like, holy shit, like, this teacher means business and I was just like not about to like get into that but then um actually like as we got through the course I started learning like it just like gained a new perspective to like because philosophy's purpose is to like open your eyes to think like different ways and so that's pretty much like what it did it just like gave me a new perspective and at the end of each class she would say this quote I forget what philosopher said it but it was like are you floundering or are you flourishing? And it was kind of just like this idea, like are the things you're doing for your life making you like drowned, like flounder in the water, or is it making you like flourish into like a good human being that's like doing things for their own like happiness? And she would say that every class. Well, while I was taking this course, I was also in now the hospital because I was having some health issues. And um, one of the classes when I got back from, I was back at school from the hospital. One of the classes she put on the music video, Try by Colby Calais. I think that's how you pronounce it. And I just started like crying in class. And I like tried to hide my face because I was like, I don't want anybody to see me. Like, I don't want them to know like what's going on. And so after the class, like I actually reached out to her and I was like, thank you so much for showing that in class. Like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And basically just that whole semester, like that might've been my favorite class of all my time in college. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I kind of had... I mean, like, I don't know if I would say it was my favorite class, but it was just so different. Like, I'm, we went to a Catholic college, so we all had to take theology classes, which are religion classes. And I don't really come from a religious, super religious family. So I just found those classes really interesting. But my sophomore year, I took one, which was like, just, I don't remember the actual course title, but it was basically like exploring like yourself through prayer and like talked about like building relationship with God, like through prayer. And I was also going through just like a lot of, uh, it was, I think a sophomore year is probably like the peak of my like depression. Um, but so like, it was just a really hard time for me. And, um, like the class was just really eye opening, like kind of like you're saying, like it was just so eye opening, just like, you know, how peaceful prayer can be, but also how like beneficial it can be for like, mental health with like me kind of kind of like meditation kind of thing you know what I mean so like you know Mm -hmm. relieving like your worries and anxieties and just having like a diet like an open dialogue with you know whether it is God if you believe in that or just just speaking something and just having that kind of connection spiritually with something and kind of like 
seeing the beauty in the world and I don't know, just kind of like really getting in touch with like yourself and what it is like you want to be as a person. So like, I just thought that was really something that was like beneficial for me to go through at that time. Um, yeah. I mean, and similar to a theology course, I took another one this year um, in my spring semester and it was called Theology of the Body. And it basically like went through like from like your mind to your toes. Like it went through like every system and like what prayer and like um, just like basically meditation because we would start every class with meditation, like how beneficial that is for you and just the assignments that you would assign. Like it wasn't something I looked at as like tedious and that's usually what kids think like whether you're in elementary school middle school high school um or college like and i feel like religions looked at like kind of as more i don't know how to say it, like more like structured and like they don't think there's like any room to like put their own ideas into it but like i definitely think that's what this class did and like she would have um reflective assignments so it was kind of like you looked inside yourself. So it benefited you not only grade wise, but like mentally and just like spiritually too. Yeah, I think so. I actually took, I'm taking a, I guess, well, I just finished it, um, a theology class currently. And I took it backwards because I'm taking intro right now. But I learned so many, we had to do this. Um, so we wouldn't have had to do it if we didn't have to go on Zoom and online classes. But you had us do this thing where you find, you connect the type of personality that you have with the type of prayer you would be most successful in. Oh, wow. So like my type of prayer, I guess I'm a very, I mean, I am, I know this about myself. I'm a very like visual person. Like I'm a dreamer, like, you know, like I daydream, you know what I mean? Like makeup scenarios about like Harry Styles in my head whatever <laughs> but there's this like prayer where I guess it kind of goes along with like manifestation but like where you see yourself praying like you envision yourself in that form and you're also seeing what you're praying for oh wow that's interesting I, d I don't really think I've heard much about that so that's definitely like an interesting concept yeah. that's kind of like because like with my class it was all about prayers and just kind of like forming like I said like forming a relationship with God but you know I feel like if you're not a religious person it doesn't necessarily have to be God if you don't want it to be but yeah it's like so interesting how like these classes can really force you to like look in within yourself and like kind of figure out how you like figure out ways like through like prayer or meditation because I feel like prayer is so peaceful mm -hmm. like, I don't really ever I mean I still kind of don't really necessarily do it now but like at the time like in the class when I was doing it like it was just so peaceful to do that it was so helpful like you know it's very interesting yeah I definitely think it takes you out of like your mindset or like the attitude that you go into class with because it just like helps like clear your head like just you have a blank canvas and like you're taking it's kind of like taking like 30 minutes out of your day or like however long you want to meditate prayer or whatever spiritually benefits you um, it's kind of just like taking that time just to like for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mindfulness is just such a big thing. And I think that's kind of like the same idea as prayer yeah, in a sense. Meditation kind of thing. Yeah. It's, all, it's about like, you know, being in touch with yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I just think like 
it's so funny because you said like walking into those religion classes we like people who weren't as religious as the other people on campus kind of walked into it as it's like oh okay like here we go this is a joke but like look what we all learned from it exactly and like i'm not your like i went to catholic school from kindergarten to college like my senior year of college so like i was raised in like an extremely um religious family and my mom before she had kids like she was almost a nun so like that just goes to show like what she wanted yeah veggie tales (laughs) it all comes back um but that just like goes to show like what kind of lifestyle like I was raised in but I definitely think like once I got to high school like I had like more towards like this negative view of like oh oh, it's Sunday I have to go to church but like I definitely think as I got older and I took these um theology and philosophy classes like I think they both could like go hand in hand um when I took those courses like I had a different outlook on like religion where like it doesn't have to be like you're in a church pew every Sunday like it can be whatever type of like exercise for your mind your body or your spirit like that serves you not only from my classes but I learned so much from just experience Mm -hmm. like you know, like, we all had experiences where we were like, okay, either we needed to change ourselves, or, you know, we needed to change, like, who we are, were around, and stuff like that, like, I think that's a big part of college, too, like, not just taking these classes, but, like, growing as a person yourself from your experiences, like, and allowing them to change you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I definitely think I can personally relate to that, because, um, my junior year, I was accepted into a program for sonography. So I wanted to be an ultrasound tech. And I was went to the program my fall semester. And I ended up hating it. And it wasn't until my senior year of fall semester that I didn't realize that. And it was just like, it not only affected like the way like I viewed, like the career that I wanted to do, but it also changed like, my personality like I was not happy and so many people noticed that so many people were like we can tell like this is definitely weighing on you in a negative way and it just like pushed me to a point where like I was just like I don't want to do this anymore and I had to deal with the consequences of saying that out loud like I didn't want to do this anymore so it definitely not just not just just, I guess, realizing that I didn't want to do it and then also taking those consequences, like, that was a rough couple months, but I'm thankful for it because not only did I figure out what I wanted to actually do, I also was lucky enough to get more time with my friends in college, which I was away from my friends, so, like, that definitely weighed on me. Like, I always needed, I felt, like, alone because I already live alone, so, like, then I was going through the motions every day. Like I was in clinical or I was in class from 8 a.m. to 4.30. So those were my days. It was basically like having a job, but like you were doing this all by yourself. And like, it was kind of just like, I reached my breaking point and I was like, I'm 21, just turned 22. Like I have to figure this out on myself and I have no guidance. So it was kind of just like, you need to look inside yourself and realize like what you want to do and realize that it's going to piss people off. It's going to make people angry, but like the people that really do love you are going to support you 
and want to see you happy. So at the end of the day, like that's definitely what I learned from experience in college. Like it doesn't always go the way you plan, but that doesn't mean it's the wrong way. I agree. And I think too, like, you know, Meg and I, well, Meg only technically, you changed your major once. Changed my major once. But we um, both went into college as um, like health majors. She was allied health and I was exercise science. And then I switched to education after freshman year. And kind of similar to like what you're saying, but like I struggled with, I didn't want people to think I was switching from exercise science to education because it was easier. And I still deal with that now. Like that's like, not that I think it's easier, but I, I know that there is that view and I'm, you know, education is just different. It's a different major, like school work wise and class wise than like a health, more of a science-based major. And, but that doesn't mean that it's like any less important, but that's something that I struggle. You know, my sister's a nurse, my cousin's a nurse. My other cousin's going to uh, grad school to be um, a doctor in psychology. And I was like, you know, I had like a breakdown. So I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. Like no one thinks I'm, in, no one's going to think I'm important. Like I'm stupid. I'm a teacher. Like I had like a, like, and that's just like my own insecurities about it. It was like, I really had to come to terms with this is just what I'm more meant to do. And it wasn't that being an exercise science major was hard. I, I got all A's. And except for in chemistry, I struggled in chemistry, but that's different. <laughs> I don't really care. But like anatomy, I love, yeah, I loved anatomy. Like I got A's in anatomy. I got A's in calculus. Like it wasn't hard. It just was, it just, I wasn't meant to do that. Just that line of work was just not meant for me. And I'm just better suited where I am now. And it, but it was hard to kind of accept that and, and hope that other people wouldn't judge me for what I did. Sorry, I kind of cut you off. No, not at all. Because I, I was hoping you would say something about your change of major because it goes along with mine as well like you know like meg said like i came in as an allied health major i wanted to be a respiratory therapist and that is what you know i was heading for and then i've always loved writing so i was like okay i'm not happy in the position i'm in in the medical field I want to do what I love. So I was like, okay, what I love to do is writing. So my major then became, it was public relations and journalism. And I did really well in it. Like I got on the school newspaper. um, I did Odyssey articles for Maculata for a little bit. So, you know, that was going really well. But then I had this, like, I was missing something. I wasn't helping people. I wasn't talking to people. Like, I just felt silent, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I've always loved kids. And I think Meg and I have that same personality, in a sense, of, like, what we think how kids should be treated, you know, in the classroom, how they learn. So I was like, why don't I just share my love of writing with students? Like, so that is why I changed. And I feel like I was, like, three different people. Like, and I kind of think we all were. Like, I was going to say, I think that's important. Like, like Fran said, like, she really found herself when she realized she didn't want to do, like, take the sonography route. And I think that's, I, I wish that, like, that was 
shared more like I mean I knew people who had had no going into college I hadn't really known anyone that like changed their major not that like I never heard of people doing that but like I almost felt like I was like there's stigma about changing your major yeah like like you seem like you're quitting or something or you know what I mean and I wish that that was normalized more so that it wasn't you know I think college is such a growing experience as like individuals that like we go into college as 18 year olds or 17, 18 year olds. Like there's no way you, re- you can, I mean, sometimes for some people they do, they do know exactly what they want to do and that's great. But for others, it's like, I haven't been really been experienced or exposed to enough to necessarily know what I want to do for the rest of my life. Exactly. So it's like, it's okay to go in undecided or as one major and then figure it out along the way and change it. Like it's about what works best for you. And I wish that was like normalized more. I agree. Yeah, I think it's people don't like publicize it. So that's why, like, it's just, like, on social media, like, no one publicizes, like, their struggles, really, um, unless they're more of a person that has struggled and they want to be an advocate for something, like, mental health or, like, body awareness and stuff like that. So I think it's important also to publicize that not just in any sense, like, life doesn't go to plan, but, like, also you're asking an 18-year-old to make a life choice but you're still not like old enough to legally drink or anything like that. So it's just like, it goes hand in hand where like we need to like, like you said, normalize changing your major and making it more public that like this does happen. It happens to people every year, every day. And it's okay. Like, I just think that is so important. Like sometimes I don't want this to come off negative but I feel like if you're not three people or more in college, then are you doing it right? And I think you can do that without changing your major too. You know what I yes. mean? Like we, we did it kind of through changing our major and then even still after we changed, cause I only changed once, but I still feel like it's just like the growth you go through in college is so important. Like if you don't learn those like crucial life lessons about like who you are as an individual, who you want to be as an individual, like, you know, what you truly value, what you think is important and like the characteristics that you look for in like people and friends and romantic partners and whatever. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you're doing yourself an injustice by not allowing yourself to truly grow. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think you can also find yourself, like if you didn't use college as a time to like figure out those key like life lessons and essential lessons, I think you can find yourself like years down the road and you're just like, I don't know like who I am or like I don't want this life path anymore. And it can definitely get more complicated because the choices you made, you're probably with someone like a significant other or like you're surrounded by like those friends that you've always been surrounded by. And then suddenly you look up one day and you're like, this isn't what I want. Right. And it can definitely like hurt people in the process. So I think to use college as a time to grow and learn about yourself and like learn about others and like who you want to surround yourself with. Um, I definitely think that's like a key point. Yeah. And I feel like in order to do that though, you have to be able to like self reflect on yourself and situations and you have to be able to like see where you're wrong in some things because and not to say that we all like the three of us have it all figured out like we're all you know not to sound cheesy but we're all on a journey like life's a journey kind of thing so it's like you have to continue to do that but there's so many people I feel like that that we met or just that we know 
who don't self-reflect on situations and they just want to put the blame on everybody else for everything. And they're never willing to necessarily take responsibility like for their actions or like um, admit when they're wrong kind of thing. And it's like, you're, you're doing yourself such an unjust, like a disservice to yourself and you're holding yourself back from that crucial mental growth at this time. And just think that's crazy. Absolutely. And I think, I think it speaks more to like, um, maturity in that sense because it's okay to realize like that you were wrong and I think someone that's not maturely developed will automatically think like that it was someone else and not want to take the the blame or like want to take responsibility for like what their actions did so that like with these life lessons that you're learning through a crucial time of your life in college I think it all also helps you like grow um, maturity and like be like maturely intelligent. I agree. I feel like even like um, Kaylee and I went through something in like junior year where we had this huge falling out and we actually weren't friends for two months. And obviously it kind of brought us closer than ever at the end of the day when we finally came back together and we realized that there was just so many other things going on in our lives that was just putting wedges in our friendship but you know we both realized that there were things that we were both doing in our friendship that weren't benefiting the our relationships like you know we both had to be like you know while yeah you said some mean things about me and I might have said some mean things about you like you weren't entirely wrong and neither was I so we kind of both learned from that and we we did adapt and change and grow to like be better people. And like our relationship is closer than ever. Yeah. And I feel like that's so, I feel like people, so a lot of people can't do that. I think our relationship is more real than ever. Like, you know, I think college too has made me be more honest, not only with myself, and this was not not the whole time I was in college, by all means. But right now, in the state I'm in, like, I'm not only more real with myself, but I'm more real with the people around me. Like, even for right, you. Like, so even with Fran, I feel like you're always straight up with Fran. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes like, we need that in relationships. I don't, sometimes I feel like friendships, being a good friend doesn't mean, like, supporting you when you're doing things that are wrong. Like, not that you do things that are wrong, because even yeah. with Kaylee, like, Kaylee will say things and she'll, she'll get mad about certain situations, and I'm always going to be there and support her, but I think as friends, it's our job to also be like, okay, well, hold on. Like, you might be kind of wrong in the situation. Let's take a step back and take, not take another look at it instead of just being like, let's enable this behavior of you hating on every. You know what I mean? Exactly, and I think also, like, um, with being, like, honest and real and just straight out with someone can be like more beneficial because in a way like they can be like destructive of themselves so in a way you're helping them and you're helping yourself because you're trying to avoid like dis- destruction in all senses yeah like you know sometimes i think like people do themselves a disservice by not being more real. And I definitely think, like, I fell into that category multiple times in college, even high school. Like, if I think back on 
scenarios that happen. Like, I think, you know, being real and sticking up for yourself and like, you know, that is what I really learned in college. Mm. Like, so, I don't know. So this, this episode got deep talk, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Much to think about. <laughs> Much to ponder on. I hope this helps somebody, though. Like, especially you, Fran. Like, you know, like, that's a story a lot of people wouldn't talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has its ups and downs. That's just life. And if you don't take the downs with, like, appreciation, like, you take the ups, I think it's definitely you're missing out. Learn from the downs to be able to really enjoy those ups. Yeah, exactly. Um, we need to put our quotes on signs and sell them at Marshalls. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I know you said, hey, you want to do a Netflix recommendation of the week. Yeah, what's I your, do. What's your I have two. Track? Okay. First, if you want to get real inspirational, please watch Michelle Obama's mm. documentary. I don't care what your political view is. Um, she also says in her documentary, you know, she's she does not like politics. She says that straight up. Um, I just think it's so inspiring. And I even talked to Megan Fran after this, and I was like, that just inspired me to, like, take this podcast. Like, you know, like, I hope our stories we're sharing really help somebody. And not saying that we'll ever be on Michelle Obama's level. <laughs> I just hope we can help people. Like, I don't want to be a normal person who just goes about life, you know, maybe you'll help people here and there. But like, I feel like the thing with the podcast is that like, who we don't really care, the three of us, if we get one listener, five listeners, 10 listeners, 100 listeners. I don't really think that's what it's about. As so much as like, like you said, we want to share our stories. And we're just starting to touch on things. I feel like we're like, just scratching the surface in this podcast mm-hmm. or this episode of so many things that we could really delve deeper in. But I feel like the goal for me, and I think for both of you too, is that we hope that through sharing our stories, like you said, it could help someone or just make someone feel less alone or just something. And that's, that's what our podcast is. Our goal is, is. Yeah. And I think in a way, like it's, it's therapy for us. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Um, it's good to talk about things. Yeah. But. What was your other one? <laughs> so this um, show I found is called Never Have I Ever oh my god i watched it i binge watched it (laughs) it is so good and let me tell you that girl is me like she just (laughs) makes a complete fool out of herself with boys like and it's just so funny and it's like i'm a real sucker for like coming of age stories and like that is just such and i think it's so real like, and it all, it touches on, like, you know, cultural differences, and, like, I don't know, I just think it's so inspiring, and especially because the cultural difference that they do portray, I think, is not portrayed often enough, so I think girls who are part of that culture is, for them to see that is so important, I think. Yeah, and I think if anybody, I would recommend it to anyone that, like, obsessed over to, like, to all the boys I've loved before like I feel like it's like on that line where like it can be like that great because it's just like it you're right it's a coming of age and I also think it's it has like that whimsical effect of like Jane the Virgin too I love those shows so I recommend definitely never have I ever that was a great series 
Yeah. Uh, the only show I've watched recently is Ozark, which is like about um, the drug cartel and money laundering. So totally different realm, <laughs> but great show. The acting was great. Uh, just finished season three with my parents. So maybe I'll watch Never Have I Ever because I need a new show to yeah. watch. But mine. I am currently watching. They just released the second season a couple nights ago. Um, but I'm currently watching Dead to Me. And I, wa- I binge watched the season last summer, season one. And it's with Christina Applegate. And it's just, it's a thriller, I think. But um, it definitely keeps you thinking. And like, it. I like shows and movies that, like, make me want to put the puzzle pieces together where, like, I can guess, like, what's going on or, like, what's going to happen. So it's definitely one of those shows. So if you like that type of show or movie, I would highly recommend. I'm currently binge-watching the second season, and I'm already on episode four. So. Love it. Yeah. Um, All right. That was a long one, I feel like. Yeah. I thought it was going to be longer than our first. Oh, yeah. Love it. More to talk about. Yeah. I think people are gonna, I want people, you know, you know, checking our stats and, like, people who are listening, like, it's not just our friends. So, like, I hope there are people out there who can, like, we have worldwide listeners. We are Pitbull. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) So, like, I don't know, like, you know, our friends know a lot of our stories and, like, I hope they can even grow, but I hope, you know, People that we don't know that are following us on Instagram, like, I hope they learn something and, like, can relate to it. And also, like, I feel like some of our friends um, don't know completely, like, the situations that we've been through. Because I, like, personally for me, um, I like to add, like, comedic relief to it. Yeah. So, like, I'll, yeah, I'll make a joke out of a situation I shouldn't make a joke out of, but, like, I'll just brush it off as, like, I'm okay, but, like, I feel like this platform gives me, like, that vulnerability where I can be real about it because I know, like, not only am I learning more about myself by talking about it, but, like, uh, my friends or, like, other people around the world um, are learning more about me. Yeah, Um, I think we also have some exciting things coming up. Like, yeah, we so do. We have an interview with a podcast, and then they're also going to come on here and talk some about some interesting things. So, I don't know. I think this is getting more exciting, and I hope people, you know, keep listening, even even if the episodes are longer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So wrap it up, lady. Yeah, <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap this thing up. Cut. All right. I hope you guys listen to the whole thing <laughs> yeah if you made it this far smash that like no i'm kidding yeah <laughs> i almost said see you next time but they don't see us so. <laughs> hear from you next time yeah, hear us next time hear us next time bye bye <laughs>